Who's going to start? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we. I just wanted to say it's, it's funny, I was invited to the first Penn Festival in New York, the Penn International Festival, that had the same goal that you have, I think. And I remember somebody asked us how important it was for us to be translated to English. And one Japanese woman, or German-Japanese, Japanese that lives in Germany and writes in German, she said it's not important at all for us because we can make a living with just selling our books in Europe. But I think that you lose a lot if you don't translate us because the world is so big and there is so much literature. And it's just a shame if you don't translate. And I think it was a time when only about 3% of books sold in America were translations. Or maybe up to four now. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for having us. And, and uh, yeah, um, I would just read a very short excerpt in German because you won't understand it. So it's probably no use to read much. This is a story. The first story is uh, based on something I was told by a woman. I was contacted by a Dutch woman some years ago and she asked me whether I had had an affair with her because she had had an affair with her Peter Stein in New Zealand and <laughs> I said I was pretty sure that it wasn't me because I had never been to New Zealand and, and but then somehow we got in touch and, and, and exchanged emails and she, she gave me material for at least two stories <laughs> and that, that was one of the stories and I, I'm just reading an excerpt from her email I asked her permission so I'm allowed to, to read this, what she wrote to me. Uh, six weeks ago I met Dave, the man who is living in the apartment right above me. I came into contact with him because there was water coming down my ceiling from his bathroom. After a one hour phone call on Monday I went up to his place on Friday. We couldn't stop talking, talking and drinking. He walked me home all the way down the stairs and we kissed on the porch. The next morning I woke up with an enormous hangover and escaped home because it felt too close with him above. When I returned at 3 o'clock he did send me an SMS. I went there again for coffee and then he looked at me. I wanted to, oh, and then he tells, tells her all the, his backstory, which is not interesting for us. Uh, yeah, and then she tells me how, how strange it was to be in love with this guy living just above her and she didn't dare to go to the toilet anymore because she thought that he might hear her and uh, and I think it was this this double person somehow her lover and also her neighbor that made me write the story and I'm that's the English one I'm just reading a few sentences in German and I even asked her to use her name because her name is Daphne and, and it was the perfect name for this woman and, and she said she had read the story and said it was okay because it was a completely different story from hers. It's not, it's not her story. <clears throat> and it's called Die Erwartung, the Expectations. Es ist seltsam, dass man durch den größten Lärm hindurch ein ganz leises Geräusch hört, wenn man darauf gewartet hat. Die anderen haben es bestimmt nicht gehört. Sie kennen das Geräusch ja nicht, das leise Knarren des Fußbodens der Wohnung über mir. Sie reden weiter, als sei nichts. Sie reden und lachen und trinken meinen Wein und essen, was ich für sie gekocht habe, ohne auch nur ein Wort darüber zu verlieren. Vermutlich glauben sie, sie tun mir einen Gefallen, wenn sie mich besuchen. Die meisten Frauen lernen ihre Partner bei der Arbeit kennen, heißt es. 
Aber wir haben bei der Arbeit nur mit fünf- und sechsjährigen zu tun und mit ihren Eltern, mit Paaren oder alleinerziehenden Müttern. Karin und Pim kennen sich von den Pfadfindern. Janneke und Stefan sind sich in den Ferien begegnet, in Australien. Die Geschichte habe ich schon hundertmal gehört, dass sich zwei Holländer ausgerechnet in Australien kennenlernen. Das finden sie lustig. Sie sprechen über gute Vorsätze, die sie gefasst haben zum Jahreswechsel. Die Brille runterklappen, nachdem du auf der Toilette warst, sagt Karin zu Pim. Machst du das nicht? fragt Janneke mit angewidertem Gesicht. Sie sagt, sie habe Stefan beigebracht, im Sitzen zu pinkeln. Karin sagt, Männer hätten einen anderen Hygienebegriff. Und Frauen, die ihre benutzten Tampons in den Papierkorb werfen, sagt Pim. Sie reden immer so. Den ganzen Abend hat keiner ein vernünftiges Wort gesagt. Ja, fängt das hin. Ja, ähm, ähm, I don't think Peter has that many first-person stories. Um, is my is my feeling, um, and I got a, a big kick out of out of imita imitating Peter, imitating a woman. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's I think it's uh, incredibly sort of cute uh, how much how much character is is suggested uh, and really really uh, really suggested. Um, um, I mean he he just lets her spool on spill on. Um, and you, you know, you, you, you sort of hear her, uh, her frustration and her, her rage, and um, and uh, to me, she almost sort of split in two between a, a sort of rather kind of primly Victorian almost person um, and and somebody who had a sort of a smattering of, of kind of glib contemporary idioms, and, and that's that's what I was thinking because I mean I don't have. I don't. There, there, there are no actual bases for for translations. I mean, everything is is uh, is, is words. You you can't go. You, you don't go beyond words. Um, so it's it's this uh, this thing I was talking about this morning, which is uh, live uh, live language, li uh, live speech. I think it's funny the way I can pick out a sound, even when there's a lot of noise, and it's not a big sound, just because I'm waiting to hear it. I bet the others haven't heard it. They don't recognize the sound the quiet creak of a floorboard in the apartment upstairs. They carry on talking as though nothing had happened. They chat and laugh and drink my wine and eat the food I cooked for them without anyone saying thank you or this is delicious. Presumably they think they're doing me a favor by visiting. Statistically, most women meet their eventual partners at work. But our work revolves around five and six-year-old children and their parents, either couples or single mothers. Karen and Pim hooked up when they were scouts. Janneke and Stefan met on holiday in Australia. They must have told the story a hundred times. Two Dutch people meeting in Australia. It had to happen. They can't get over it. And now they're talking about their New Year's resolutions. Lift the seat, says Karen to Pim. Do you not do that, asks Janneke, making a face. She says she trained Stefan as pee sitting down. Karen says men have different notions of hygiene. What about women who chuck their used tampons in the waste paper basket, asked Pim. That's the way they always talk. Not a pleasant or sensible word all evening. Mm -hmm. um. What do you think? Yeah. 
Yeah? Do you want to go on? Or? Uh, no, I thought I'd stop. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always hard. It, it's funny. I mean, I, I would say I, I speak English quite well, but but still, uh, till today, it, it, I have a very hard time to, to actually judge an English text. I recognize the words. I, I can mm -hmm. I can understand what what it says, but I I'm never sure if it's exact. I mean, what it would mm -hmm. be for an English speaking person. Mm -hmm. There are there are sentences I like a lot. For example, the the, the one. Uh, they can't get over it. I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't say that in German, but but it's a wonderful way to say what's said in the text. Das heißt wie? German. It's. Lernen Sie sich nach Zeichen. Das finden Sie lustig. They they think it's funny. Yeah. They just think it's funny. Yeah, they think it's funny. They can't get over it. Yeah. yeah. But they can't get over it. It's yeah. much better yeah. in a way. Yeah. <laughs> No, because it's more than funny. It's, it's also this. This people are so proud of this stupid fact, and it's and it's her, her disgust with the fact as well, and her, her kind of her envy. And, mm. and, uh, what else? I think you've you've made some sentences a bit longer, haven't you? I think that's I think that's possible. I, I think if you if you write only very short sentences in English, I think I think you won't be respected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not respected <laughs> in, in Germany. Now, some people. I, I actually had a, a critic who who said she wanted me to make longer sentences. They can critics can be so stupid. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. She just wants more. Longer sentences, but well, couldn't couldn't uh, help her. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of it is is just to to prove that you can. I mean, maybe if there was one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did I did one once. There is one story that starts with a a whole paragraph that's just one sentence. So I can do it if if it makes sense, but most. Of the time it doesn't make is that, sense. Is that the one about the courtyard and the, and the rubbish and the recycling and in, in, in the, no, that's the, the Paris in the Paris book? No, it's in it Strange well. Gardens. It's where the sun moves and and you see it's it's the the idea was to describe an empty house, mm -hmm. and then you see the sun moving through the room during the day and and the shadows move and so it's in a way it made sense to make this all in one mm -hmm. sentence. Mm -hmm. so it was mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. passing slowly. But the one in the one in the about the, the uh, and I'm talking on a day like this, um, the, the courtyard and, and, the, and the recycling. And it's the view out of the, wind, the person's window. Um, again, I, I thought it seemed to go on forever, and I thought it was a very, very mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of complicated and considerable sentence. Um, I, have a, I have a sort of theory anyway that uh, translation is exaggeration um, and that if um, I think one, one sort of comes out of a feeling of, of inadequacy and, and, and then and so when you compensate you compensate and you, you overcompensate um, um, and I, I think that's uh, I mean I've come to think that's okay um, 
because it's it's based on the on the other thing, which is that uh, that a, a, a translation can't be uh, can't sort of refer you to to an experience that you can have somewhere else if you had another language. Uh, but it has to be it has to be an experience uh, itself already, uh, and and anything that that. Uh, Sinks that experience or, or, or spoils it uh, is, is no good to you and, and has to has to be has to be kept out of the kept out of the text. Um, um, it's difficult. It's the beginning of this with noise and sound. Um, and I think what I actually did is, is almost. I, I, and I remember thinking this when I when I did it. I was thinking um, that actually what you do is, is you, you, you put in more of the same words and, and you make it, uh, it somehow makes it less confusing. It's almost sort of like Sistina strategy. Um, because I, I'm sure I have, I have sound or noise or something more than, more than German. Because um, I repeat sound in the, in the first sentence. I can pick out a sound even when there's a lot of noise and it's not a big sound. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that sort of, you know, it, uh, it's, it's slightly uh, sort of uh, counterintuitive, I think. Um, you said in your speech mm. in, in Bad Homburg mm. that you thought like repetition was a way to express pain. This was that, that's uh, yes. This was particularly to do with with um, pairs of <coughs> pairs of prepositions. Um, so um, I mean, I, I, I can't think of examples, but I, I, I thought uh, because there are so, there are so few. Sentences. I mean, it's almost as, as though Peter writes sort of the ideal Kingsley Amos sentence. Um, he finished his drink and left the room. Uh, I mean, you, you, you get sentences like that with, with, with Peter. Um, um, and but, but and, and so you notice things like the, the prepositions, and you notice that that uh, you know that you, you need kind of more than one of them to do something, and and, and things become processes, actions become very slow, and and it becomes. Uh, Almost a kind of trauma, um, and I, I, I became quite sort of fixated on on the idea of, of these uh, kind of compound prepositions. Mm. Um, I introduced the word statistically because I, I think this woman is, is is a bit of a is a bit of a bore and a bit of a nerd actually. Um, <laughs> And I, I kind of love the idea of her beginning a sentence with statistically, uh, and then the impossibility, which we've sort of quite kind of glancingly arrived at, that you know she's never going to meet a man because she's her clients are either five and six year old kids or their or their parents or their often single mothers. Uh, um, and then I thought hooked up. Hooked up is really uh, deaf. I think hooked up is is for me. Um, kind of borderline vulgar, um, and I think I think she she would also she also gets a little kick out of out of a, out of a, a kind of vulgarism. Um, I yeah, she later in the story she talks about the the, the quality of sperm that is de right. decreasing. So she has this sexual sexual thing that that yeah. she somehow yeah. doesn't want to have, yeah. but then she's yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I, quite. I, I, mm. I love that. I had such fun with that. I, I said the quality of sperm is falling off a cliff. <laughs> Which again kind of goes to, goes together with the, the statistics, mm. um, but I mean I, I think I think that's the thing. I mean one one sees something somewhere in a, in, a, in a piece or in a, in a work, and and one is emboldened to maybe use it somewhere else. Uh, 
and again I think that's I think that's okay uh, it's a sort of uh, it's a sort of sort of holistic or sort of sort of sort of holistic thing um, um. I also like the, these words that don't have any atmosphere in a way statistically I mean uh -huh. uh, in one story I used yeah. the word uh, yeah. blood glance spray what would that be in English? Oh, That's the spray you use to... Leaf shine or something. Make your leaves shine, yeah, yeah. the leaves yeah. of your yeah. pots. Yeah. And it's such a, an ugly word in a way, but, mm -hmm. but th these words make something to a text, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because beautiful words, there are so many beautiful words, and, and, and you need some mm -hmm. ugly words in a text mm -hmm. to make it... And at the same time, this woman is sometimes prissy, and I, I, I love this sort of Victorian sound of not a, not a pleasant, or I mean, a noun, whatever it is, uh, set, fragment, sentence fragment, not a pleasant or sensible word all evening. Uh, again, it's, I think you just have one, one of those words, but I, I, and I like the sort of old-fashioned ring of uh, set pleasant and sensible. I had only sensible, yeah. Sensible is so, so schoolish. Can so uh, experience, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes adding adding more words, um, not not you know not not often, uh, because that's the thing. I mean, you know, the it's it's all it's always very very uh, clean writing, and and there aren't there are no, there are no words over, um, and I mean if. If, 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 if Peter wanted to overwrite, I know him well enough to, to be convinced he could do it, um, whatever, whatever the critic thinks. Um, um. Did, I wanted to tell a story when we first, when Michael first translated my, 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 or translated my first book, Agnes, that never came out in the US, and, and he, uh, I got the translation, and as I had been in the US, for quite a while, I had in my contract that I had the right to read the translation before it was published. So I made a list of, I think, about a hundred suggestions to you. And uh, I sent it, and I never heard <laughs> a word. And finally, I got the book, and I looked up my change changes, and nothing had been made. You, you just. You probably just threw it away, right? I can remember definitely. I, mean, I, can, <laughs> I can remember sitting over these. I mean, it's probably still letter. I mean, it's a letter paper or something. Or I mean, it's pre-email, isn't it? Probably, yeah. But uh, I mean, I can remember still putting little little ticks and crosses in there. I, th I, I must say, I would bet. I, I mean, I, I'm. I think I, I gave to, up after. I try to be polite, but I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not always polite, but I try I try to be polite, and I'm sure I would I would have. I mean, something like my author's letter. I'm sure I would have would have. No, as Jeeves says, try to give satisfaction. <laughs> um. Well, I stopped uh, checking the changements after like 30 or something. And, 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 and that's, I think that's when I realized that it's completely stupid of me. I mean, I, because as I said, I, I can understand an English text, but I can never say what it actually means to, to an English-speaking person. And I was, one case, for example, was when, when Agnes says, my father is an idiot. I mean, in, in German, she says, my, my father is an idiot, mm -hmm. and you made my father is an asshole. And, and <laughs> of course, I can translate asshole, and it's Arschloch in, in German, which is a very rude word, but probably it's not as rude in, in, mm -hmm. in your English. So, so it was probably the, the perfect translation. 
and idiot m might mean you something. You don't hear it. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know what's happened to the word idiot. It's rarely used. Mm. No, but something like that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And then I, I yeah. somehow... Plus, I have a theory as well that, that uh, uh, to avoid equivalences, to avoid... I mean, if you, if you have something, if you have the obvious word, don't use it. Uh, so after that, I think I never suggested any changes anymore to any translator, wherever they are. Freedom. <laughs> Freedom to translators, yeah. <laughs> no, because I realize it's, it's your translation. It's not, it's not, I mean, if there would be a mistake, of course, like a, a logical mistake, I would, I would say that. But there are usually more mistakes in my German versions than in the translations, because very often translators call me and say they found a mistake. Just happened mm -hmm. now, my, my Norwegian translator just found mm -hmm. a mistake, mm -hmm. the last book. Mm -hmm. do, I, do I have to know? Should I know? You should know, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we spoke about, about quality of translation today and uh, whether translations get older more quickly than original texts, because there are quite a few books that are retranslated after 50 years or so. And I think that's exactly what should not happen, but, but often does. Mm. If, if the translation is its own piece of art in a way, it shouldn't get older faster than the original, but very often it does. So that's why authors shouldn't mingle, I think, because then, then I would somehow destroy mm. the entity of your, of your mm. work. Well, it is that. I mean, I, when, I, when I translated this uh, Suskind play I, was, I, I talked about this morning, um, and I met, I met Suskind. I mean, there, there are sort of living authors one loves and, and others, others one, one, um, one sort of wonders about. Um, um, and he said, I mean, not not only had I had I sort of missed the only had I missed out paragraphs in his in his his story or whatever that I did, which is actually about just about the easiest thing to do is is to sort of, you know, your your eye wanders and and and, and misses something, and uh, so that was a that was a little bit embarrassing. But then he he said, or or I think he, he maybe said to, said said so to me directly that he said that my translation d uh, didn't make him laugh, and I and I said I, I'm, I'm sorry about that and I, I thought to myself uh, that's because your English isn't good enough mate <laughs> um, because you, you know you, you, your language doesn't need to be quite good to, uh, to um, hear humour in another language um, and I, I'm, I'm sure his wasn't um, but I mean I, I think he's, he's the example of, of a sort of dirigist author who, who, who writes his own books in, in 30 languages uh, and it's always him doing it, uh, and you, you don't you don't want, I mean as an author you don't want to do, be doing that. Um. I think that's a problem when you translate into English that everybody thinks he speaks English. Mm -hmm. If you do it into mm -hmm. Swedish, nobody will mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. complain. Yeah. I think uh, Günther Grass makes these meetings with all his mm -hmm. translators mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. explain his very difficult work to them, <laughs> and then somehow. I don't know, it's probably just, well, whatever. <laughs> so I would, it's not out of, I don't want to, uh, not wanting to have you in my place, but it's just not necessary, I think, to invite you all. <coughs>
go into Coney Island or, or yeah. you, have you something up, up your sleeve? Not really, no. No. It's another story. Um, say something about that. I was invited by a museum, an art museum in Switzerland, in Aarau, which is a small town that has a, a great museum, and they invited, I think, about a hundred authors to write texts about, not about, but texts to works of art that were in the museum, and they, they gave you one, they chose one for you, and you could, I mean, you could change it if you wanted to, but I got one, uh, Claudio Moser, a Swiss artist, and he made pictures out of New York uh, trains, but not in the city, but outside. I mean, how do you call it? Like like suburban landscapes, and you you saw the movement. So it was uh, not very, not very, nicht sehr deutlich, also yeah, like clear, blurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. and my. So I, I thought a long time about what I should do, and, and, and I had just read Don DeLillo's uh, The Body Artist. If you don't know, it, it starts with a almost slow motion description of two people having breakfast. And, and I was uh, fascinated, so I stole the idea and, and did a slow motion scene of a guy smoking a cigarette. And that's probably my only autobiographic story, because I yeah. smoke cigarettes once in a while, as you might have seen. Um, yeah, I just read like even less mm -hmm. than before. Coney Island. Das Papp Streichholz abreißen, das Briefchen umdrehen, ohne hinzuschauen. Der Daumen erinnert sich. Er hat den unteren Rand des Umschlags erkannt und sich dann auf den Kopf des Streichholzes gelegt und ihn auf die Reibfläche gepresst. Ein Reißen und sofort schnellt der Daumen zurück, gibt den Kopf des Streichholzes frei, der aufflammt. Das Feuer geborgen in der anderen Hand zur Spitze der Zigarette führen. Ein erster kurzer Zug ohne zu inhalieren. Die Flamme des Streichholzes wächst im Luftzug und fällt gleich darauf in sich zusammen, wird dunkler. Sie hat auf den faserigen Karton übergegriffen. Dann erlischt sie im Wind. I think that's it. Yeah. Tear off the cardboard match in the matchbook. Turn it round without looking at it. Your thumb knows the way. It recognizes the under edge of the flap and then stops on the head of the match and presses it against the emery board. A rasp and the thumb jerks back, allows the match head some air to burst into flame. Carry the flame, hidden in the hollow of your hand, to the tip of your cigarette. A quick first drag, not inhaling. The flame lengthens in the air current and quickly collapses in on itself, grows darker, having moved onto the fibrous cardboard. Then it goes out in the wind. Du kannst auch mehr lesen, wenn du willst. Sit on a lump of granite. Your legs drawn up. Your arms around your knees. The cigarette in your right hand between index and middle finger. The left hand first laid over the right, holding on to it. Then it relaxes its grip, dangles down towards your knee and stops there, hanging. The tips of your fingers not resting on your knees so much as merely brushing against it. The cigarette hand approaches your mouth and turns through 90 degrees. As soon as the cigarette is gripped between your lips, the fingers let go. The hand stays where it is, the head turns away. By a slight forward movement of the lower jaw, the cigarette is ever so slightly raised. The head returns, the fingers lock, take back the cigarette, which detaches itself, 
first from the lower, then the top lip. The arm slowly falls back, the hands join again. Smoke flows out of the mouth, and while the right thumb flicks the cigarette filter and then lets it go, and the cigarette bounces and loose ashes dislodged from the burning cone of tobacco, the lower lip half pushes over the upper lip and wipes away the sensation left there by the touch of the cigarette. The ash falls onto the rock, a few flakes of it break away, tumble down over the rock, driven by the wind and the unevenness of the granite, and fall over an edge and out of sight. The wind coming off the land has picked up. The few people walking on the beach are all heading towards me, as though we had arranged to meet here, only subtly changing direction when they have almost reached me and walking past me. The flat waves make a feeble splash as they crest and spread out. In the distance there's a wail of a siren. One man flies a kite, another walks over the beach with a metal detector. He walks slowly to and fro, following some system that only he knows. It's 20 to 3 on October the 21st, 2002. The granite block is one of several that have been dropped into the sea every couple of hundred yards or so. A Spanish-speaking family has stopped near me, a man, a woman and two little girls. They laugh, talk, feed the gulls, which are squawking greedily and fighting for pieces of bread with jagged motions. Down by the sea, two young women have been taking pictures of each other. Then they draw nearer. One walks past me, the other asks if she can take my picture. Her companion stops to watch. Her eyes are staring, and the corners of her mouth are turned down with impatience or dismay. Her face looks like a skull. The one taking the picture stands with feet apart. The camera masks her face. She doesn't take forever framing the image, just squeezes the release once and again. I ask, do you want me to smile? She shakes her head. No, she says, just the way you are. That's perfect. Her face looks like a skull, which is in German. Her Gesicht sieht aus wie das einer Toten. Her face looks like that of a dead person. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And it's actually a sentence my editor wanted to uh -huh. edit out. Uh -huh. And I said no at that time. Today I would probably say yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But well, it's in there now. Um, yeah. Um, dead. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, you don't get the word. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you don't get the word cadaver very much, and and uh, or uh, corpse. Um, not. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh, something about it. It, uh, it it will pass even even like that. It might it might surprise you, but it will pass like that more easily than than if it if it said uh, corpse or cadaver. Mm -hmm. uh, because you, d you don't want to. I mean, skull is more ornamental or something, and won't. Uh, and that person wouldn't work. I don't think so. No, mm. no. And I mean, it is, and it is to do with with uh, not provoking the reader's uh, unrest, um, <laughs> which we now want to do, of course. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. Okay. Anything else? You you changed the the photographing the photographer to the one taking the picture, mm -hmm. which is good in a way because she's not a photographer. I mean, in German you can say mm -hmm. photographing. She's just a girl who takes the, the picture, mm -hmm. but but uh, she's not a professional photographer. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I guess that would have right, yeah. meant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. That would. That would. That wouldn't. That wouldn't be, be nice in English. There's a different sense of the, the presence. I mean, in, in a way, a word like "defotografin" is, is uh, sort of present tense, um, because you know you can become the photographer just by once taking a picture. Um, but in English, a photographer is a is a uh, is a, uh, a career. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I like um, very much in this. There's a used bookstore in in, in Berlin, and, there's, and they have a have a big white dog, and the dog. And the, there's a sign for the dog, and it says "Ich gehe hier which means I, I I I go in and out here. But it means uh, in in English you'd have to be much more elaborate and have and say, "Leave me to w- walk in and out," or some, some, something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, or it, it's okay to let me, something like that. But there's a sort of some kind of a um, present tense line that's that's uh, that German has. What's that? Mm. Yes, the my the, the my is a big shock. Um, no, just the slow motion thing. And I think it's less slow in Delilo. It's not as slow. I mean, because that would you couldn't read any novel. It would be just mm. too. It's very difficult. It has a sort of big feeling of, of sort of uh, in in English. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not te- I'm not a technical translator, and I think for for these couple of paragraphs, I felt I was. <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's difficult to do these things. Then I think. Um, I mean, I, I I tend to you know maybe I maybe I sort of I I've sort of internalized too much of the the, the pressure on 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 me or on one. Um, but uh, I, I tend to think of it also as a, as a kind of impatient language. Um, Which one? German? English. English. Um, is, it, is it a language or is it a people? It <laughs> <laughs> um, may even be the language. It may, it may, it may, I'd say the language at the moment. Um, What do I like? I like the cigarette bounces. I like that. I like the the fi- fibrous, the fibrous cardboard. I had to smoke lots of cigarettes to. I mean, I would always start a cigarette and then write down a sentence and yeah, it's research. And then watch what my fingers were doing, <laughs> and uh, and then it was already burnt down. And I had to light another one. <laughs> Next time I write one about a guy drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> But my ideal would be to write stories about nothing. I mean, yeah, w- where nothing would happen. I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the one in the New Yorker, I, I told my editor when I was writing it that I was writing a story about a girl buying a corkscrew, and that's that's about it. I that's mean, nice. there's nice not much more happening. That's a, that's a nice description. But that probably doesn't make translation. Much easier, does it? Um, well, as long as you, as long as you, you get these compound prepositions from time to time, <laughs> <laughs> to, 
do the do the corkscrew into the reader. Um, somehow, the, the the sort of the grammar of this was was really 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 difficult. I think I have a feeling I, I sort of. Um, you know, my my instincts, I think, would be to. Um, it's it's so hard to to. I mean, the first 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 sentence is is imperative. Um, I suppose, or or it's 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 not sure. It's equivocating between imperative and and infinitive. Tear off the. I mean, it's in a way, it's to tear off the match, the cardboard match in the matchbook, um, to turn it round. Um, you you can't quite do that. Um, and then you, you you compensate. So then then there's a very kind of humane sentence, humane slightly uh, sort of gawky gawky sentence. Your thumb knows the way. Um, so you 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 go between one thing and 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 uh, kind of compensating. Um, it's in, in German. It's der Daumen, the mm -hmm. thumb. Again, difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I was just checking whether you had done yeah. it with the other fingers too, because in, in I mm -hmm. tend to not use the personal pronoun for body mm -hmm. parts mm -hmm. and for family members. Mm -hmm. So I would usually not mm -hmm. write her father, but mm -hmm. just the father. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, which is uh, difficult. In, in English. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I don't because I, I think I think English is just is just a little bit warmer um, and, and and doesn't uh, you know it doesn't it's it's really it's it's difficult that um, def, I mean I, you know in, in metamorphosis and things I mean deaf father um, the father it, it produces a very strange effect um, um, it's, it, it's different I would I would tend to, I would tend to say you. Um, your, your I think in German it also has an effect, but mm. probably not as strong mm. as in English. Mm. So you can do it without mm. people really wondering why why you mm. do it. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, well, I, I, I mean, I think probably I, I still translate things into into British English, and, and then, they, then the the publishers sort of six these these people onto me called editors and copy editors, and, and they translate it into American. Um, and that can that can, that's a sort of fairly bloody process. Um, I also really I also really like. Um, I think, and I've, I've, I've got so that I'm allowed to do this. I, I like, I think it's practically in, in my, my contract that Peter is allowed, or Peter's translator is allowed one or two Britishisms in every, in every book. Um, is that in your contract? Or? I think so. Just, it's, it's understood between, between me and the, the production editor or something. Um, so I say sort of one I like is, is On the Never Never. Um, do you know that? No, but I, I saw it did you? So it exists. What's the expression? Um, on the never never. Uh, it's buying something on, on a higher purchase. Um, you know, 
you know, it's worth on installments or something, you know. But it's called on the never never, which you know you you, you may. The hope is you never you never pay the whole damn thing. You can kind of die die before you finished using it. Um, but uh, that's that's one I like, and I, I I believe that you know I have a this is de Gaulle or something. I believe I have a mission civilisatrice. Um. <laughs> or to civilize the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to civilize the English. So. <laughs> Not always. Um, I mean, sometimes I sometimes I, I I don't read it at all. I mean, sometimes I I, I just uh, start, as the Americans would say, start right in. Um, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Uh huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. Uh huh. I mean, I don't plan my books when I write them. I just start at the first sense and I uh, go on. So in a way, it's probably the more natural mm. way. There's a nice phrase for that. I think, I think it means that. Wie die Kuh zum Sonntag? Or does that mean something else? I'm not German, I don't uh, know. Wie die Kuh zum Sonntag? Yeah. And I think, it mean, I think it's a phrase for something sort of done kind of adventitiously. Um, like, the cow, like the cow to Sunday. Um, like the cow kind of making its way to... Sunday, but I think in Switzerland else. we say like the bride to the child. <laughs> there was a time when people <laughs> married. Uh, With Jungfrau zum Kind? Yeah, like the virgin to the child. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Thanks for correcting my drone. Yeah, yeah. I stopped some. I don't know why. I just stopped using them. There was no. Yeah, yeah. I just started doing it. I don't know, no reason. I mean, most most of the things I do writing is is just uh, intuition. I just feel like doing it, so I do it. And I guess. Yeah, that's what I understood when we spoke earlier, yeah. that that we just do things mm. because we like doing them, mm. and which but is probably not a bad. I mean, I mean, here I am aware of, of uh, sort of subjecting an English language reader to something uh, kind of unfamiliar and difficult, and and that's often that that is always tricky with Peter to uh, sort of just shift the odds ever so slightly so that it's not 50-50 whether you get a sentence from the narrator or a sentence from a, from a character, uh, whether you get a speech or recitation. Um, and that's, that's, uh, that's difficult. You just have to do something to sort of signal it a little bit. Um, I think I can, I can remember sort of how, kind of, you know, I, I, think, I think either the tr- one of the translations maybe had uh, quotation marks or, or we began with them and, and then scrapped them or something like that. But uh, which is terrible work. Once there <laughs> yes. is to take them out. 
I don't do it always. I mean, sometimes, even now, sometimes I put them in, in specific stories where they belong. I, I have thought about that, um, and I have thought that, uh, you know, maybe, and I have thought of the the, the Swiss anyway, in, a little bit in, in in that light um, of being being slightly um, underhand, um, um, and and, <laughs> and absolutely no, they are a lot, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, and I and I thought, Switzerland is a kind of island after all, so it's uh, you know you you can see why 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 they you know separate development as in as in with the English. Um, um, I, I don't probably th sort of um, I mean I, I don't imagine my, my sort of different types of readers and I, I mean I, I don't uh, um, I mean I, I think they, the sort of the kind of anthropology of what, what happens in the stories is, is kind of slightly out, out with um, my, my responsibility um, but I, I, I have I have thought about the way that that uh, that, that people people behave, and I, I think obviously Peter is very very interested in in, in uh, um, things things being done, things happening in, in a sort of sideways uh, way. Um, you know, think of stories like like that immediately, um, or, or dishonesty, or, or things things not not said, and and, and just being. Being allowed to happen, or, or uh, lots of lots of things like that, um, but I've, I've never thought about uh, your kind of um, sort of uh, susceptible, innocent American reader being being confronted with these <laughs> these corrupt pieces of, of continental <laughs> <laughs> doing doing. I thought I was dead. He thought I was dead. So, <laughs> and then he started, and when he found out, it was too late, probably. No, it's, I mean, um, Agnes was was bought by a, by a British publisher by Bloomsbury, um, and it was a, it was a, a, a short book about um, somebody writing a, <coughs> a sort of a nonfiction book about. Uh, about Pullman, uh, the, the, the railway person, and, and his sort of um, his, his uh, idealistic community in, in 
Illinois somewhere? Or, or is it Chicago, there? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Today it's part of Chicago, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. um, and and this 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 uh, girl and and and, and this uh, and their their relationship. Um, and there, there was something. Um, I mean, I, there was something very, very sort of, sort of straightforward and and uh, um, sort of easy, easy seeming, seeming about it. But that, that's. I think that's when I, um, when I found out that that's because um, I think quite quite often then I, I think I sort of knocked together two sentences into one or something. Um, but I, I I did that and and then um, and then. Peter's next books were were bought by by the other press in in, in New York and and I was and many years later yeah, one must say took like ten years or something. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Did they? Do you know which which one they then did? Was that was it? Was it? They might have done a novel next. It might have been maybe on a day like or on hung late. No, I think I I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, maybe I can't remember the order. Maybe. Um, I mean, it wouldn't have been a storybook. I think. No, I think they would have. Think I think it, it might have been that. Uh, and I really like that. I think uh, Agnes seems seemed to me, um, um, I mean, a, a kind of uh, contraption. Um, um, I mean, a, a, a trick or, or, or something kind of snapping shut. And I slightly resisted it, but uh, I really liked. I I I, I love the book, uh, the the, uh, the unformed landscape. If that was the next one. Um, and I, I think then, I, at, at that stage, I, I would have thought I'm, I'm going to kind of, you know, put my house on on, on Peter. But it was actually the, the publisher who asked you. It was the, pu the, the publisher who asked me. Yeah. yeah, but the publisher knew me and didn't didn't know you. No, no, it's it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it's 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 not. Initially, I mean, initially yeah. with, with Agnes, yeah. Which, which yeah. usually happens. I mean, it's usually yeah. the publisher because we don't know translators in in foreign countries, so. It's usually the publisher. I sometimes get mails from translators who say, uh, I like your books, could I translate them? And then I mm. have to tell them, I'm sorry, but it's mm. not me who chooses because mm. I can't judge translators usually. Some, especially the, the Eastern European countries, they, they might do the whole translation and mm. then write to me that, that and they, I have translated your book. <coughs> And sometimes they even translated books that were already translated and, and had come out and they hadn't been aware. But, well... Not. Uh, um, I mean, what happens to them in, in what happens to American authors in, in German or, or in other? Yeah, basically. I'm mm. curious because the constant made that commercially the mm. authors in Europe don't need the English translations to come out, but is it, is it true? I, I think it's. I think. I think they. I think it's not that they don't need it, but I mean, I, I think. I think that uh, so little happens for them here. Um, uh, I mean, I, I think they, they couldn't. I mean, I think in, I think in, in sort of in terms of, of sort of morale and visibility, I, th I think not to exist in English is is, is very bad. Uh, you know, you you may not be starving, but uh, uh, you are you are being um, you know you don't exist. Uh, 
for the English speaking. No, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, I, do I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't agree with that. I, th I think it takes. Uh, I think. I, th I think things. Uh, I think. I, I, I believe, and certainly English believes that. Uh, um, at, the, at the point when things become English, they start to exist. Yeah, but it's not true. I mean, what, what people used to say to me is that when you have an English translation, then many other people can read you, then maybe Chinese can read you, and so they might buy your book. But in a way, it's not true because they buy the book before they bought the books before they were published in English. It's very they rare. Have it's very rare for an English translation to be the, the first the first foreign version of yeah. a. Of a so they have their means, they have their scouts, or, or just trust people. My, my French publisher, who is one of the best foreign language publishers mm. in France, but didn't speak any foreign language, mm. which was strange, mm. but he only did, almost only did translations. And he just bought the book because he trusted my, my agent. Mm. So mm. I think, and, and I think there is a feeling in, in Europe, non-English speaking Europe, that uh, there is not much, um, how shall I say, there is a separation between English literature and the rest of the world somehow. We, we don't get the interesting things to read, I'm sure. There are lots of interesting authors, of course, in America, but the ones we get, most of it is, is like entertainment. So there is this image of like um, of American movies that it's just Hollywood, and and it's the same mm -hmm. with books mm -hmm. maybe. But or at least that's the ones on one the knows. On the other hand, an an awful lot does get translated, and um, I mean they 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 translate ten times more than ten times as, as, as much as, as, as comes into English. Um, I mean, uh, we do get Don DeLillo, of course, and uh, Philip Roth and, and all those people. Uh, and, and good translations. I mean, I think there are really, they have a great tradition in, in translating, so you have good, good translations. But maybe, yeah, I don't know. But I don't think that we have the feeling we don't exist before we are translated into English. I'm sorry to say, Michael. <laughs> as much as I well, you just am don't happy. Know it. You just don't know it. Bring <laughs> <laughs> me one last question. Thank you very much. Thank you. We have to talk